I'm Nicole Holcomb, attorney by day and podcaster by night, a former educator, school counselor, and administrator, and mom to a nine-year-old daughter with dyslexia, who loves all things Harry Potter, Minecraft, and science. A few years ago, she was identified with dyslexia, and our life seemed to turn upside down for a while, quite literally. I created the Dyslexia Mom Life podcast to help you navigate the upside down journey of dyslexia. You got this. If you're wanting to thrive as a mom in this dyslexia journey, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 83. Thanks for listening today. I know that summer is a busy time for moms, and I am just so glad that you chose to be here today. If there's one thing that I know we all have in common, it is that we want our children to become confident readers. We worry how our kids will be successful adults if they can't read and spell and write. But we also worry and think about, are we doing enough? As a mom, are we doing enough? Let me just say right now that you are. You are doing what you can at this very moment by listening to today's show. The reality is that we can't be absent during this time for our dyslexic kiddos. We have to figure out how we can support our children at home during this dyslexic and dyslexia journey. And if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know that I'm going to tell you it is not an easy one. It is not an easy journey for you or your child. I know you already know that. So I've been thinking about how can I best help my dyslexic daughter as she enters fifth grade this fall? I mean, that's been on my mind a lot lately over the summer. Am I getting this right? One thing I know is that I can do it better. I have a feeling I may always feel that way as a parent. I mean, can you relate? (laughs) There are some days that you think, am I just getting this completely wrong? Well, I want to share something with you today that has really stuck in my mind for the past few years as it relates to reading. Did you know that when our children read 20 minutes a day, they are exposed to 1.8 millions of words per year? And when you compare that to a child who reads 4.5 minutes a day, they're only exposed to 282,200 words that they have read or heard read per year. Well, Dr. Shaywitz, who is the author of Overcoming Dyslexia and the founder of the Yale Center for Dyslexia and Creativity, she shares this information in her book, Overcoming Dyslexia. And in this reading piece of her book, she talks about that children who have read 20 minutes a day score better than the 90th percentile on reading test scores. And children who have read 4.5 minutes a day They scored right at the 50th percentile on reading test scores. Well, we all want our children to score on those reading tests at or above reading level. Am I right? But what is more important to you? Are you gauging your child's success on an annual test, on a yearly test, on that state reading test? Or maybe on the test that your reading specialist gives or the grade level teacher provides? 
Maybe it's that annual update at the IEP meeting. Don't get me wrong, we want our children to score at or above grade level, right? But more importantly, we want to raise confident readers. Not only will this improve their self-esteem, but also to understand what they are reading. So to be and become that confident reader, our children need to read with fluency. So what does fluency mean? I've talked about this in other podcasts. I'm going to give you a short snippet of that, which is fluency includes reading accurately and reading quickly. When our children read choppy, By that I mean they struggle to decode the words. They read each word in isolation. They get to the end of that sentence and then that comprehension is absolutely impacted. When you think about reading fluency, it is reading like you're talking to someone. It includes the inflection of words. Looking at that punctuation, do you read that like that's a question? You have to read and be able to understand what we are reading. So when we think about even those standardized testing, those are readings in isolation. Many times there are comprehension questions, but really the ultimate goal is for our children to become confident about how they're reading, even if it's their slow reader, that's okay. Are they reading with that piece of fluency? So they're reading through a passage or sentences and they're understanding what they're reading. I want to be completely honest here. This is an area that I want to personally improve on in our family this year. I've been thinking about how to achieve this goal of daily reading. And yes, we do the, the, the daily reading assignments from the reading specialist at her school. But this is above and beyond that. This additional reading that so many researchers have said, it's just essential to our children. If you think about it like anything else you do personally, it might be that you decide to run a marathon or it may be that you decide to learn how to cook a particular type of food. You learn through first researching about how to go about doing it perhaps. And then from there, it also is, what is my plan of action? Am I going to, how am I going to learn this? And just like running a marathon, you don't do that overnight. It takes practice. It takes dedication. It takes that daily practice. And so when we think about reading, it's no different. So we know that research says that reading fluency and exposure to vocabulary have been, you know, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's essential. But at the same time, we know that there are many days when life has just gotten in the way. And I've got my hand raised here. So I've been trying to figure out and find a way to spark an interest to read daily as a family. Then I found it. A friend of mine posted a picture of a trip her daughter's book group, uh, her book club really, had taken this summer. And my interest was piqued as I saw these sweet little faces smiling. And my friend Heather and Angela had just taken their daughters on this amazing trip. uh, you know, experience. And what they did was they took their daughter's book club and then they extended that into an activity. So I see all these smiling faces on social of their kids at this cool river tubing place in Georgia after have read, after they had read in their book club, the summer of bad ideas. So they got together. They talked a little bit about the book. They had a little bit of celebration and excitement around the book. And then they did an activity together as, you know, as a group. 
I have to tell you, <laughs> at that point, I was completely hooked. I had to find out more about this. So not only did I reach out to my friend Heather, I also started researching on Pinterest because Pinterest is like the new Google for moms, right? So I started researching more about starting a kid's book club. And I talked to my daughter about this idea, and she was rather excited about starting a book club. We talked about if the book club should be for girls only, like my friend's book club. And we all, she, she quickly, it was so funny, she quickly said, nope, I want to invite my entire fifth grade class to participate. Now, for those of you who are new to the podcast, my daughter attends a private dyslexia school, so every child in her grade is dyslexic. It's a small class and a small school, so there's about seven students in each class. And so, you know, we talked about all the options. You know, we talked about girls from her soccer team, girls in our neighborhood, girls in her Girl Scout troop. Like, who would she feel most comfortable with? And she was really, I mean, she had a really strong opinion that it should be kids from her school. And I love this idea for a couple of reasons. One is our school uh, being that it's not a community school, there are families that come from lots of distance to attend this particular school. And so it gave us an opportunity to have more community within our school. But I also love the idea that she didn't want to exclude anybody. And she wanted to be with a group of kids that she felt most comfortable with. And so inviting children from her school, from her grade level, who are all dyslexic, she felt like, you know, they can really benefit from a book club, but they also would be um, I guess more open to one another, especially as being critical of maybe how quickly they read or what pieces they struggled with. And so really providing that support for each other, which I thought could be really unique to the group of dyslexic kids. So she absolutely wanted to start a book club and she wanted it to be open to girls and boys. She wanted to make sure that no one was left out. Now, at this point, you may be thinking... Nicole, seriously, I don't have time to start a book club. You've already called me out for not reading 20 minutes every day with my child, and now you want me to dedicate even more time. I don't even have the time for all this. But I say give it a try. I say give it a try because at the end of the day, we have to do what's best for our kids and our family. And creating this culture of literacy in our household, just think about your child who may have a successful and an exciting experience in a book club. I would love to see later on in life, maybe my daughter starting a book, a book club in college or as a parent, you know, just reaching out to her community and having conversation. And I just think it's a great way to include lots of different pieces. So we're going to talk about that now. So first, I'm going to give you five easy steps to start your book club with. And this is no stress, I promise. So these five easy steps to start a book club, I will also include in the show notes at dyslexiamomlife.com. If you go there and link onto podcast, you'll see all the past podcast episodes and you'll be able to find this one, episode 83, and it will be titled, Let's Start a Book Club. So let's talk about the five easy steps to start a book club. First and foremost, you have to decide who are you going to invite to this book club. You know, you may decide to do a girls only or a boys only group. There are benefits to both, right? There are benefits to doing book clubs centered around uh, one particular gender group, depending on what types of books you might want to read. So depending on the age of your children, even it may depend on what you would like to do there. For us, we've decided to open it up to my daughter's fifth grade class to see who might be interested uh, and who might want to make that commitment to be part of a book club. 
You could also look at who's in your neighborhood. Do you have some really great friends in your neighborhood that the kids really bond and could benefit from having a book club? Now, let me say, too, sometimes people do book clubs just over the summer, and some people do a book club throughout the year. Obviously, we've missed the boat on starting one over the summer, so I decided why not jump into August, start our book club, and support our kids all school year. You could also look at, like we're going to do, friends from school. You could look at a Girl Scout or a Scout Troop. Uh, You know, really, it's anyone you want. So thinking about who would you like to invite is your step one. Step two, you know, you've decided who you want to invite. So then you need to decide and think about what are the expectations for this book club. And let me tell you again, let's keep it simple. You really need probably two rules. One is that you really want to make sure, well, absolutely, it is a requirement that everyone finish reading their book before the monthly book club meeting. And this is essential, right? Because the kids can't really talk about the book if they haven't finished reading the book. So that's a good incentive for your child to, you know, say daily, hey, I need to read my book. And the other one I think that is absolutely essential is just respect for others. Respect for others' opinions, giving others time to talk when it's their turn, and depending on your group as far as their attention, as far as them talking over each other, as far as their age, you know, you could use a symbol, like a physical symbol, like a bookmark or an actual physical book, and unless you're holding it, you can't speak in the group. So showing respect to others. So it could be that you start off with some kind of physical object to let them know who has the floor, who can speak at this time. I know a lot of teachers use that in the classroom and it's very effective. So, you know, you know your group better than we do. So you're going to decide on who to invite. You're going to lay out some just really simple expectations. So as you reach out to other families, you can say, we're creating a book club. Um, These are the couple of things that we think are essential to our book club. Let me know if you're interested. So that really is step three, which is getting other moms involved in your planning, the planning, the excitement. I mean, really every month. So if your kids are old enough, they can kind of run their own book club. So when you get together monthly to discuss the books, you as the moms, you know, you can kind of outline, we're going to start with a snack. We may talk about the book. Then we'll have a little short activity, whatever that might look like. If your kids are old enough to kind of run that book club on their own after you get them started after the first month or two, then you and the other moms actually could choose to have your own book club too. You could be in the other room discussing a book of your choice. That's just another idea to also keep your your own community involved, that community of moms. So you want to get moms involved, however that looks. Four, you want to... Um, Yeah, I mean, you could say delegate, but I would say just give an opportunity to choose a book. So with my friend's book club, Heather, they actually rotated. And so a mom and, and a daughter would choose a book every month. And so what they would do is they would they had a schedule. So when it was their month, they would choose the book, pick out the book, purchase the books, and then they would go around and deliver the book to the children in their book club. Now, it really depends on your geographical distance, obviously, from your book club members, but how exciting would it be to do that? Uh, Another option might be as when you have that monthly book club meeting, you could do a big reveal at the end of that meeting and the parent and child who was choosing the book could bring the books to the group and give those out as people left, kind of like as a party favor, if you will. You know, here's next month's book. This is why I chose it and create some excitement around it. So that's another way that you could do that as well. There are a lot of different ways to do it. You know, 
having that rotation also takes the pressure off moms. I think people are more likely to get involved if they know, you know, there's not that monthly requirement that they plan a party. That's not what this is about. It's about getting our kids a spark of interest and excitement about being together. And so let's talk about step five. Step five is, you know, making this book club these meetings fun for your kids and absolutely stress-free for moms. So I will tell you, I jumped on Pinterest, again, Google for moms, and it has lots of ideas. So I created a book club board for you. And so if you go to Dyslexia Mom Life onto Pinterest, you can see that board and I'll continue to, to um, what's the word I'm looking for? P- pin things, obviously, on that board as I find them. So here are a couple of things when you think about meetings. You know, where would you like to have your meetings? It can be really low key. You could choose to go to a park every month, let your kids have time to run around and play. You could choose to do an online book club. Maybe you want to do it with family members that live in other states. So you could choose to do an online book club. Maybe you want to host it in your homes. Maybe every month a mom wants to take the responsibility of, hey, I'm going to host this in my home and do like a little mini activity, like kind of like a little mini party with them. Again, low stress. So depending on what your personality is, you may have a more elaborate party or you may just have pizza and chat about the book. It can be whatever you envision, um, But try to be really mindful of the people in your group, maybe at that first meeting, having a discussion with the moms, because what you don't want to do is end up being a competition between, you know, it's not a birthday competition. It really is getting our kids together to talk about the book and to have opportunity to to be together. So, you know, discussing that where the book club is important. The format. So I would say choose a fun format for the club members to discuss the book. I found on Pinterest they had some talking cards, what were like little index cards that talked about the characters or what their favorite uh, piece of that was. Sometimes they pulled a quote out of a book and said, you know, Mary said this. What do you think she meant? Uh, Other book clubs, they did games, uh, you know, did activities. And so that was really fun. You know, the piece that I think is so neat about the format is it really can also develop our kids' social skills. They're taking turns. They're sharing their thoughts. They're sharing their emotions from their characters and the stories. You can also rotate depending on, you know, if it's your child's month to host the party or not the party, excuse me, I don't want it to be a party. When it's their month to host the meeting then your child could do it, could be the leader for that month. So it gives them that leadership skills is really where I was going there. Your child can also plan some type of fun activity or craft to do that goes along with the book. Literally type the book title into Pinterest and I guarantee you, you will have some ideas. You could even just type in book club activities for kids. And I found things like make bookmarks, have snacks related to the book, like really easy things to do that won't take you much time to put it together. But keep in mind, again, not a party, so to speak, but also we want to engage them in activity and excitement about the book and about character development and really talking about the comprehension about what they learned about this book. So again, you know, the other piece would be you could plan some type of activity that goes along with the book. I just discussed that as well. So you may be thinking, okay, so I guess that sounds somewhat doable. Like I could try that. Uh, but you know, how would I get my kids invo- excited about this opportunity? How, how do I get them, you know, what if my kids like, no, I don't want to do this. Well, there are three ways to get your child excited about starting a book club. The first one that I did right off the bat is I did a little research, but then I immediately involved our daughter in the conversation because if this was going to be a source of 
stress for her, then I absolutely did not want to do it. But I wanted her to be involved in the book. And so we had conversations about how this book club would look. And like I said a few minutes ago, she absolutely wanted to invite her whole class and was excited about the opportunity. So how can you get your child or the other children in your group excited is they get the opportunity to go with you to the book, you know, to go to a bookstore or to look online. You know, I, I'd prefer to go to a bookstore because you can actually thumb through the book, see the level of um, difficulty of the book, depending on the group of children you're working with, and then see what sparks their interest. If, you're, if your child is interested in a particular subject, it gives them an opportunity to share that with their friends. So getting our children excited about choosing a book, choosing an activity, like you could go on Pinterest and find one or two activities and say, hey, what do you think about this? And many times on Pinterest, you know, the worksheets are free. You can just download them. And so again, low stress. We don't want this to be, you know, anything that causes a lot of time for you. I want it to be fun for you to host and I want it to be fun for your kids to participate And so thinking about the opportunity to choose a book, and I think it's kind of a fun idea to think about, like I said a few minutes ago, you could deliver the books to your book club, depending on how many, you know, kiddos are in your book club, if it's your month, and surprise them and, you know, put cute little wrapping around them or whatever. Or you could choose to do a reveal at the end of each month and have the person that's responsible for the next month to share their book excitement, hand out their books as everybody's leaving, remind them to, hey, I'll see you next month once you've read your book and get that excitement right out of the gate. So getting our kids involved in the whole book club process, you know, is so, so important. And I know there'll be some kiddos that will be reluctant. Uh, So, you know, you know your child best. But I would say, you know, getting them involved, getting others involved uh, is just an amazing opportunity for them. Number two, another way to get your child excited is to plan fun activities for the monthly meetings. Things that your kids will look forward to. So, Although I talked about I don't want it to be, you know, something you spend weeks planning, I do want you to put some time and thought into it. So if it's your month to plan the fun activities, make them fun. Find fun things to do either in your community or something that you can do uh, with your children, some type of craft activity, or maybe it's to go, you know, maybe you're you're uh, reading a book about hiking. And so maybe you plan a, a little hiking trip with your kids and maybe you create something fun for them to make a walking stick or something to go along with it. So the kids look forward to that monthly meeting, especially after the first couple, the kids start getting the idea of this is really a fun time to be with my friends and talk about a book I've just read. And so the third way to get your kids excited, I talked a little bit about that earlier, which is to create excitement each month around the new book. How do we create excitement about what we're going to be reading? Is it that they may get a a delivered book to their door? Is it that maybe there's a big reveal every month? So I've got to make sure I read my book so that I can see what next month's book is going to be. So creating some type of excitement around the book would be really cool as well. When you think about it, our dyslexic kids will benefit from practicing not only social skills, but they'll also practice their reading comprehension. And, you know, one of the things I think is the biggest benefit is they can just have an opportunity to have some fun with their friends in a positive way around reading, right? So why not? Let's start a book club. You can start a book club this year for your child and their friends with those five easy steps. One, deciding who are you going to invite? Two, setting out what are just a few expectations of a book club. Three, get some moms involved to help with planning and, and execution of this amazing book club. Four, you're going to rotate the schedules of who chooses a book. 
And five, you're going to plan your monthly club meetings again, rotating those meetings. And so you really just would have to do one, hopefully, in the year, maybe two. So I'm going to tell you, I am working on my email this weekend, and I know this comes out on Monday, so I probably would have already had my email done by that point in time to go out to our fifth grade parents. I am excited to start a book club in August, and I invite you to start a book club with your child this year. I'd love to hear how you're doing this summer. Is there a topic you want to hear more about on the podcast? And I say this with all sincerity. What do you need? What do you need? Let me know. Email me at Nicole at DyslexiaMomLife.com. I look forward to our conversation. And remember, you got this. Have an amazing week.